Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And uh, we're very pleased that you are here with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Plus, you can uh, download this anytime at your leisure or leisure. Yeah, which do you prefer? I Leisure, probably. You go with leisure? Yeah. Yeah, leisure seems kind of... Leisure up- seems uh, uppity. uppity. Yes. <laughs> Jinx. Elitist. <laughs> yeah. At your leisure. You may download this at your leisure, if you will. Exactly. Uh, so, at your leisure, you can go to uh, <laughs> iTunes, for instance, download it there. Spotify, it's a great place. Uh, Google Play, We, uh, YouTube, the whole show is available on YouTube now. Uh, Stitcher. And uh, Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of those and so many more. Please do. Please download it. Uh, rate it. Review it. Rate it. And uh, subscribe, if you would. And uh, I think that's... And stuff. Uh, I think that's all we can Covered say it. on that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just begging you. <laughs> <laughs> At this point. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So... Really bad uh, accident yesterday at NASCAR uh, at the Daytona 500. It started over the weekend on Sunday, and then I got I guess it got rained out, rain delayed until yesterday. Correct. So they went again, and at the very end of the race is when this occurred. This yeah. might be really disturbing to some. So uh, really horrific. Yeah, this was accident uh, coming down the uh, final stretch. Uh Right at the finish line, Rob. If you want to go ahead and play this, Ryan Newman off turn Watch the lead car on this. To the inside. Here comes Hamlin up the outside. Oh, he gets bumped. Oh. Into, the wall, into, into the, the wall, flipped in the air, T boned while in the air. Sparks uh, flying. Fire sparks starts after he cr- he crosses the line Ryan on Newman his roof. Across the line. It's upside down. Upside down. And then bursts into flame. Jeez. That's really to rest. horrifying. And for hours. Oof. Hours. We're they didn't know what happened. Social to him, media right? trying to figure out is there any information whatsoever? And it was just, it was silent. I mean, here's another angle. Look at that. From uh, right there. Oh, yeah. Actually goes airborne a little bit. And Ooh, then and then T-bone. gets hit. hit. Oh, Oof, man. It is, yeah, it's tough to watch. Wow, in slow motion. You could tell that's really. So for several hours, no information came out. It felt like uh, Daytona, the way it ended in 2001 with Dale Earnhardt when he passed away uh, there at the track. And so finally, um, NASCAR did, or I guess uh, the team uh, his racing team did actually really made a statement, statement yeah. that he was treated at Halifax Medical Center, which is uh, where they took Dale Earnhardt. He's in serious serious condition, but doctors have indicated his injuries are not life threatening. So that is a huge blessing. And huge. after seeing that, wow, that's yeah. awesome. And like the bar, the bar next to his driver's side window <clears throat> was bent in. You thought, oh, Jeez. gosh, what? So this I mean, is that was great. a. That was a horrific-looking accident. It's amazing how these cars are built and how well they protect uh, these drivers. Yeah. I just hope that uh, not only is it not life-threatening, but I do hope that he can make a full recovery. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we'll give you more information on that as it becomes available. But right now, serious condition, but not life-threatening, which is just fantastic. I mean, a miracle Yeah. after what we just saw. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, um, still controversy over President Trump being there at the Daytona five hundred. I guess he's not supposed to do any of these events, <laughs> and he drove the beast around the track. What would <laughs> you want him to take? A mo- moped? 
<laughs> so there's, there's the president on a moped uh, driving it around, starting the Daytona 500. I mean, they, people have to make a big deal out of every single thing he does. Every yeah. decision, every non-decision, everything he says, everything he does. Yeah, and and I didn't realize that they, it makes sense, they keep the president's blood type in the beast. Uh, so in yeah, case, they've, you know, yeah. the unthinkable in case. happens. Mm-hmm. That is... It's amazing. That's, that's good thinking. Yes. But there's just... Uh, yes, it's apparently loaded with a lot of things. Uh, some of the things we don't even know because it's top secret. Uh-huh. Uh, but that's quite a vehicle. <laughs> it's cost a... A few dollars to manufacture that car. Yeah. 20,000 pounds. Is that how much it weighs? Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cadillac CT6 uh, stretch sedan, fully loaded. The yeah, ba- As you mentioned, bags of the president's blood type, as well as features to ward off just about every kind of terror attack or assassination attempt. So it is fortified to uh, withstand explosions, bullets, yeah. You name it. Grenades. I, I think the, the, the steel on the doors, uh, let's see, I think it's eight inches thick. I think the glass is several inches thick, Jeez. but the doors are as heavy as like a Boeing 737 door or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what it says. Okay. Boeing 757. 757? Yeah. Okay. Jeez. Uh, but it can, it, can, it can throw out a smoke screen, drop oil slicks behind yeah, it. Yeah, nails. I think it can <laughs> drop nails. It's like it. a James Bond vehicle. It is literally straight out of a James yeah. Bond movie. Really, really cool. That's cool. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, as far as the uh, as far as the twenty twenty campaign con- is concerned, uh, looks like Bernie and his people are running into some issues because he's got these radical followers who are devoted to him like it's like he's a religious leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a cult, the Bernie cult. Absolutely, it, it is very much like a cult, and he is attracting all comers now. And- <laughs> This is uh, freaks. Yeah, if, a lot of them. If his rallies are any indication, boy, Milwaukee in July is going to be interesting. That's well, they've promised, right, to burn the city to the ground if he doesn't win the nomination. Mm-hmm. We're going to burn the place to the ground. Oh, okay. Well, <sighs> uh, thank you. Uh, continue to keep your job, and we'll just uh, look the other way. Don't worry about it. So, some of his uh, socialist supporters got together in in Georgia. Yeah, look uh, at this. Get a little photo little of, group, of group photo and and the socialist, uh, you know, socialist power workers of the world unite kind of thing. Got their fists in the air. I mean, this is really dangerous. They're stuff. not hiding it anymore. They don't care. They do not care. No, it's just like Glenn said. The mask is going to come off. Well, it has. Yeah. I mean, they don't they don't try to hide it anymore. This is what they want. This is what they've been planning for. This is what they've been pushing the party to be. And here we are. The Democrat Party is is essentially a socialist party now. And they and they're fine with it. Many of them. I mean, even if if this was the Republican Party and it was going towards I, I don't know anarchy, if it was going towards uh, some sort of a violent ideology, if it was going to, toward the KKK, would they not expect the party leaders to absolutely disavow and do everything they can to stop that uh, <clears throat> that lurch to extremism? Absolutely they would. But I guess the Democrats don't have a problem with their party leadership not doing a thing to prevent this leftist slide uh, of the Democrat Party. It's an amazing double standard. And uh, 
Uh, I shouldn't be amazed by it anymore because we see it every <laughs> it's the, it's the new single reality. day. It is, and and it happens all the time. Well, he was doing a little event. Uh, is this in uh, last night? Talking about Nevada? Yeah, yeah. This Fibrons, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little something broke out at at his event hey, while at he this. was speaking on stage. You think this is like the Whoa. WWE man? Because you got the stage set up right there, and the yeah. guy's driving him into the fence. They separate these guys. Now listen to the background. Listen to the background. Thomas is I will never nominate anybody to the Supreme Court. It's just like... And then we're back to business yeah, as back. usual. Yeah. Ah, whatever. We're good. Let's what talk about Supreme Court. We don't know what happened there, though, right? I, no, I don't know. If it was probably. I think know. one of them said, communism's the way to go. And the other guy said, no, just socialism's the way to go. Oh. And then they went at it. Okay. Yeah. All they, right. they had a little disagreement. And then, then a full-throated Marxist broke him up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was like, uh, uh, you know, Stalin's a better leader. No, Mao! Mm. And then they got That's exactly, I think that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try to amplify the uh, audio and. We'll see if we can find out. Yeah, Yeah, Uh because I'm pretty sure that's what the argument was. Yeah, there's never a dull moment at a Bernie rally (laughs) uh, over the weekend. Something else even happened there. Yeah, he lost control of his event, which uh, this happens now more and more frequently because this is what they've this is what they fostered. They planted these seeds, and now this has grown out of it. Somebody. Bernie, I'm your biggest supporter. Walks up and, and takes I'm his mic. I'm ask you to stop propping up the dairy industry. And to stop propping up animal Pause animals. it for a second. Pause it. It's so great. So you gotta stop She just that. walks up on stage uh-huh. and rips the microphone does out nobody, of his hand. Does nobody guard these stages? Uh, the same thing. Same kind of deal. Biden, right? Uh, at the Biden thing, yeah. Where his wife had to intervene with some heckler. His wife walks up to the before any security gets there at all. What is the matter with these people? I don't know, man. It's protect weird. your protect your candidate. That's amazing. And Bernie just like oh, okay, and then he walks off. Yeah, he, he tried to grab the mic. And say, oh, I give up. I don't have. I the am energy. not relinquishing that mic. If if that's me. And there were no three way. mics up there too. I don't know. Do you use one to hit her over the head while you grab the other two? I don't know what you do uh, there. Yeah, that might be uh, ill-advised. Oh, okay. Here's a let's go back to the beginning. Let's just walk. This is amazing. She just walks out of nowhere up onto stage and pulls the microphone out of his hand. Bernie, I'm your biggest supporter. Bernie, I'm your biggest supporter. <laughs> He's trying to take all the mics. I'm to ask you to stop propping Unreal. up the dairy industry and to stop yeah. propping up animal agriculture. Oh, thank you. I believe in you. Uh, they cut her And they mic. finally cut her mic. Okay. And I think this is where we need to stop the video because then other oh. women come up on stage. Oh, um, yeah. Take their tops off or their uh, tops yeah, are yeah, already they off. They pour like milk all over their heads oh, my and gosh. stuff. And it's that's just. A, that's a good protest. That's great. People really care about your cause uh, when you go topless. That makes all the difference in the world. So these these <laughs> animal activism is what these it are was. some weird weird um, pep rallies for Bernie. Well, it's extremism though mm-hmm. that they fostered, and and these these millennials like her have been so indoctrinated that they believe it's that important. Yeah, I'm just going to interrupt this to talk about. Uh, the dairy industry, yeah, and you're propping, propping up, up the yeah. dairy industry. Yeah, stop propping up the dairy industry, Bernie. If that's if that's what we have to worry about in this <laughs> oh, country, oh, we're, we're down to great. milk. Yeah. I think we're we're doing pretty well as a country. Uh huh. When that's your your big concern, that you're so driven by it, you've got to r- rush up on stage and grab the microphone from the candidate 
And it's amazing that these Democrats just let it happen. Okay, whatever. Let her talk for a minute. And then they finally kill the mic. Rather than somebody going up on stage, security, for instance, and physically removing her before she says a word. How is it possible nobody got to her before she started babbling nonsense about the dairy industry? (laughs) (laughs) It's dangerous because one day it could be somebody with a knife. Exactly. And then they're really going to be sorry. That's what I'm saying. Really bad. You don't know what her intentions are. I have no idea. And so if I'm Bernie Sanders, I'm feeling threatened from from the word go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, you know, he's a 78-year-old guy. Apparently, he couldn't keep the uh, microphone from that young woman. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee she's not taking that mic out of my hand. No. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let you do that. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, there's also a uh, another protest. Oh, this is fun. Truck driver <laughs> versus uh, pig farm protesters. <laughs> The animal activists are uh, yeah, they are really on right a, now. They're on a tear. Uh huh. Look at this. I had to stand there. Uh oh, truck driver, no quarter. I'm coming through. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he does not Yeet. apply the brakes. Yeah. Now watch this last guy. Oh, that's I, great. I, I missed it. This one guy tries to like hit the side of the truck. Like, is that gonna hurt the truck? Like, <laughs> that's uh. great. See, that's how you handle it. Yeah. They'll move. Can we see that one more time? Just watch this. I mean, they scatter. They got they got nothing there, man. And he knows they're going to. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to stop you. Just, just w- watch this one guy's like, oh yeah, I'll hit the side of the truck as it goes by. Watch this. Uh, uh. And then he's like, oh no, I don't want to get run over. He's <laughs> so dumb. He's that's fantastic. Idiots, man. I love that. I love that. I knew you would. Uh, yeah, we're going to stop this truck from going because there's pigs on board. Uh, okay, no, I'm going to move because uh, he's not stopping. Uh, what, what about your cause, though? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to get killed for it. We'll stand you know. stand your ground and then we'll call a, we'll call a charge on the truck. Would have been very sad if they had stood their ground because they would have gotten run over. Yeah. I mean, that guy was not... I, stopping. I was watching those wheels, man. There was no... The, they did not slow down at all. Fantastic. 888-900-3393. Uh, all right. Let me take 60 seconds and tell you about Keeps. Keeps is uh, a great company that helps you stop losing your hair. If, you're, if you've been losing your hair for a while, you're trying to figure out what to do, um, this is the way to go. Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products. That's the real deal. And the generic versions save you a fortune. So it's really simple. You just go online, answer a few questions, snap a few pics of your hair, and a doctor will review everything and recommend the right FDA-approved hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped discreetly to your door. And you're probably wondering, but will it work? Well, 66% of men experience hair regrowth. 66% have hair that regrows, that you already lost, and now it's coming back. 90% experience hair loss stoppage. So since losing your hair uh, sucks so much, do something about it. Here's the deal. Uh, Go to keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Pat. Get your first order of keeps hair loss treatment for 50% off. So because they're the generic versions, they're already more affordable. Now you get another 50% off. 
half off. K-E-E-P-S. Keeps.com slash Pat. That's keeps.com slash Pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, got some uh, tweets here at Pat Unleashed. Yanzer Phoenix tweets, leftist snob voice definitely just turned leisure into ledger. Is that Le- what it leisure, just said? Leisure into yeah, leisure. Yeah, leisure into ledger. <laughs> well, I, I mean, when you say leisure, it sounds more like ledger. Anyway, uh, Rodney in Virginia. Speaking of Virginia, I uh, got some good news on, on that front. Uh, yeah. Bernie just got Kanye'd. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. But stop pumping up the dairy industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, greedy Skyhole developer. They clearly believe in protecting their campaign stages as much as protecting the nation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Virginia, the, uh, the ban on assault weapons failed. <laughs> Everybody just assumed, I guess, that was a foregone conclusion. And because Democrats were in control now, that was... Uh, that was going to happen, but apparently, um, some nope. people got swayed by the turnout of against uh, against the gun confiscation nice and, the, and the gun banning. So you, you did you did a great job, Virginia. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, now the same thing's got to happen in Arizona because they've got another uh, piece of legislation that could ban guns. In fact, handguns, not just assault rifles. You know, not just the AR-15s and the AK-47s, but guns like Keith is holding right now. Well, I don't think... Because it holds how many? 14? Well, mine does. Yeah, like my handgun does. Uh, so, yeah, it's very similar to this one, actually. So, yeah, um, it's going to... I mean, because it's 10, 10 uh, capacity, they're, they're looking to a yeah. ban in, in uh, Arizona? You can only have 10 bullets in the, in the, in the gun at any time. Uh, and, and 90 days from what when What if that you got 11 long? people coming at you? Uh, then you got a problem. What if you have three people coming at you and you're not that good a shot? Or because, you know, it's a uh, stressful situation, Sure, you miss a few times. Yeah. I mean, it, there, there's a million reasons to have more than 10 in your magazine. Just, uh, it's, it's ludicrous. Get a shotgun. Uh, <laughs> just get a shotgun. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> uh, all right. Also... Alan Dershowitz talking about uh, George Soros asking Barack Obama to investigate some undisclosed person. This is breaking now. Uh, Harvard Law Law School professor emeritus Alan Dershowitz told Breitbart that billionaire left-wing financier financier George Soros told then-president Barack Obama to investigate somebody. We don't don't know who exactly it was, but uh, apparently... Yeah, we're going to find out. Uh, George Soros is, uh, direct, you know, like this is a surprise, Yeah, directing actions of our government. So there is a, was. according to Dershowitz, there is a, uh, what is called a Form 302 with the FBI when you uh, want them to investigate somebody. Yeah. And apparently this is what uh, Obama um, used to direct the investigation of a private citizen at the behest of George Soros. So uh, when this thing does go to court, as Dershowitz says, that's when it will become public. And he says in the near future. Yeah, he said it, it, he hasn't released who it is, but uh, he says that will come out in the lawsuit soon. Uh, so we'll see. Hmm. I mean, who could that? That could be anybody. Could be Donald Trump. Could be Glenn Beck. I don't know. 
That'll be interesting, though. Uh, because George Soros, he's just a kindly old grandfather yeah. who just happens to have a lot of money. <clears throat> I mean, he's not hes not some, you know, behind-the-scenes dark figure in the shadows that's really running the government. <laughs> no. What are you doing? He oh. can't just... Uh, Ask people to uh, investigate someone he's uh, he's not pleased with, and then have them do it. Come on now. <laughs> also, uh, in China, man, things are getting bad there. Jeez, I mean, if it's not the virus, it's now uh, the locust plague reaching China. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's like what is going I on? China's like don't a know. Sim yeah. City creation gone bad <laughs> all of a sudden. Gigantic swarm of locusts uh, has that's ravaged millions of acres of crops in across East Africa has now been spotted reaching the Chinese border. Billions of the insects, of course, have destroyed food supplies across Kenya, Somalia, and Ethiopia in what's been described as the worst plague in decades. Some say ever. With vast swaths of the population in the region already facing food shortages due to poverty. Uh, the UN has warned action has to be taken to avoid another shock to the region. But footage has now surfaced showing uh, thousands of the locusts seemingly reaching the border of China, adding yet more problems. I mean, they're struggling with coronavirus. They, It's so bad in China that you've got armed gangs of people stealing toilet paper. A gang of knife-wielding men jumped a delivery driver in Hong Kong and stole hundreds of toilet paper rolls. <laughs> oh. uh, they've become a hot property, I guess, in uh, the p- densely packed business hub. Despite the government saying, oh, no, we got plenty of toilet paper. Well, then you go to the grocery store and you see, yeah, you, you don't have any toilet paper here. The, the shelves are empty because people are stocking up. Supermarkets have found themselves unable to restock quickly enough, leading to sometimes lengthy lines and shelves wiped clean within minutes of the store opening. There's also been a run, of course, on other staples like rice and pasta, hand sanitizers. So they're taking your advice, uh, Keith, and washing their hands mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and other cleaning items. Police said a truck, a truck driver was held up uh, yesterday by three men outside a supermarket a working in a working class district with a history of triad organized crime gangs. <laughs> so the triad gangs now have taken to stealing toilet paper. That's and where we haven't stand. even gotten to the point where um, it's still a communist nation. So on top of all of that, yeah, your yeah. normalcy <clears throat> is your communist. <laughs> you're pining for the days of when you were just a communist country. Uh, remember no- the good times? The good times when we just went to uh, gulags. Yeah, those uh, were good. Those yeah, were good. Good times. That was good. Good uh, times. Yeah, and uh, Tom Cotton still saying that China's not being forthright about where that originated. And you know how we said in the past, we said that the um, the that that facility where they're they're messing around with um, viruses and stuff like that, uh, mm-hmm. the warfare. Um, I knew it was in the same town as the uh, market. It's three hundred yards from the market. Oh, that's how it just is. Wow. So if someone got infected, they probably mm-hmm. went to the market and then poof. Now mm-hmm. we're now we now we're blaming bat soup, right? I mean, who would have thought we would be to where we're blaming the bats 
amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, no. There's almost no one <clears throat> who believes China's being honest no. about no. any of this. I, I don't know anybody who thinks, yeah, I, I believe him. I, I believe him wholeheartedly. Yeah, there's only 70,000 only. 70,000 infected. You know, some reports have been up to 500,000. And there's a computer model that shows 4.4 million within, I don't know, I think it was two months. And you can see how that would spin out of control. You get somebody who's not in quarantine and they travel across the country and they infect everybody that they, they travel with. Mm-hmm. And then they go home and infect everybody else and so on and so on and so on. And that's how these pandemics occur. So we can agree now, though, that it is obviously safe. To have the the bat meat again? Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you have can that. Eat bad. Okay. Yeah. Bat, you know what? Bat about. is too delicious not to eat. Thank you. Okay, good. So, I don't. I don't care what the risk is. Yeah. It's it's worth it. Okay, cool. It's worth it. Because I just wanted to make sure. Because you know, you shouldn't be pinning this all on the on the crazy <laughs> no, animals right. they're eating in the Wuhan market. Right. Okay. No, you shouldn't. So back to uh, the crazy. Back to the bat. Are you calling bat meat crazy? No. Oh, it no, looks the so... atmosphere around okay, the market right. is crazy. Okay. Yeah, because I mean they're crazed because bat meat is so delicious. So you just good, can't right? Resist it, right? And then snakes. So mm. weird. So weird. Mm. So also in China, uh, one of their big activists who's been critical of uh, Xi's handling of this situation has now been detained. So that's communism as usual. <laughs> they are detaining critics still. So we got that going for us. Uh, this particular activist portrayed China's leader, Xi Jinping, as hungry for power. He accused him of trying to cover up the coronavirus outbreak in central China. In one of his most daring writings, he urged Xi to resign. You're just not smart enough, he wrote. <laughs> yeah, they didn't appreciate that. Uh-huh. Uh, so they took him into custody. Yeah, and that's your dictator for life you're talking to there, don't forget. <laughs> Uh, he suddenly went silent. There was no more, uh, you know, online blogging for him. The authorities in the southern city of Guangzhou detained him. And uh, according to Zhu's friends, after he spent nearly two months in hiding, uh, his girlfriend, a social activist, also went missing on Sunday. So they took him into custody, and obviously they, they took his girlfriend as well. Wow. This is a coincidence. Uh, Yeah. You know what? They probably just went on a romantic vacation. Yeah. uh, During this uh, coronavirus outbreak. Uh And I'll I'll bet that's what they did. And, you know, probably having a beautiful romantic dinner of bat. (laughs) Delicious uh, Mm, bat. Bat soup. Maybe some uh, snake meat on the side. And don't forget that bat curry or whatever that that spice or whatever, you know, that that was selling Mm -hmm. so well down there in Indonesia. Yeah. Probably had to go on a trip to get that there because they're probably cracking down on selling that in China right now, right? Yeah, probably. It's so (laughs) small-minded. Anyhow, so... um, So it's bad. And the latest figures, the latest I saw yesterday, uh, last night sometime, and I'm sure it's well beyond this now, was 71,000 people infected and uh, almost 2,000 dead. Have you seen figures uh, this morning? Uh, Let me see. I had it bookmarked, and there it is. Hold on. <clears throat> now, the official number is, brrr, come on, mm, 73,336 confirmed with uh, 1874 dead. Oh, okay. Oh, so your number is different. All right. Then. Yeah. Well, it was around 2,000. It might be 1,800. Okay. And so 13,000 uh, 13, plus have uh, recovered. 
So that's going to leave a gray area of, you know, almost 60,000 people. So 13,000 have recovered. The, the thing is, you know, it's not it's not as scary as a lot of diseases that are much more potent uh, and have a much higher mortality rate than this one. I mean, if you get it, there's a really good chance if you're healthy otherwise and you get coronavirus that's and you live in America. Oh, and you live in America. Okay, now that's good. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, that's assuming that the, 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 the numbers we're getting out of China are, are accurate. accurate, which we yes. know they're not. Which they're not. But you, you put in that caveat that um, a superior nation, if you're sick here... You should probably you should be, be okay. able to recover, we would hope. Yes. yes. So, yeah, so they got the, the cruise ship uh, evacuated and right. back to America, and so now they're in um, Texas and California. I don't know if they've made those go to Nebraska yet. Were uh, there 44 infected? Is that what it turned no, out to be? I, or was I, it 14? I saw 14. I saw 44 once, and then I saw 14. So I don't know if they just corrected it. Is 44 the number of Americans, maybe? Or no? I don't know. How many Americans? I don't know. I don't know. But only 15 Americans uh, have contracted it, at least confirmed. So, and no Americans, yeah. nobody's died in the United so States. So 328 Americans uh, evacuated off that ship, brought back home okay. to this country. 14 of them are infected. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah. Uh, we got some tweets here at Pat Unleashed from I saw above me from Bernie's brilliant uh, album. Of many years ago. Brilliant. Sometime in the 80s, I I think he did that. Uh, Come on, guys. The Bernie protest was utterly cool. (laughs) See the the dairy industry propping up the... Oh, not the topless women. I got you. Right. (laughs) Maybe both, actually, yeah. Nana Pathead tweets, If Bernie Sanders can't manage to keep a woman from taking his mic, how on God's green earth will he be able to stand up to Iran, North Korea, or Islamic (laughs) terrorists? Shark, he doesn't have any interest in that. I, he he doesn't care at all about standing up to anybody. Uh, I don't think he believes it's necessary. I don't even know if he believes the military is necessary, but you know if he were president, there would be vast cuts in the U.S. military. Oh, I mean, can you imagine how he would gut? I mean, that is frightening in and of itself. He would gut the military. Short girl M. <clears throat> Jeffy is single-handedly propping up the dairy industry. Milk! Milk. <laughs> uh, Amy, what's her face? Pat. It's <laughs> this is concerning bat meat. Oh yeah, it's chicken of the cave. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Chicken of the cave. Chicken of the cave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the sniper BBB. So you're saying bat too tasty? Bat too tasty. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> pretty much. You could imagine. I mean, I. I, I can imagine how delicious bat must be. I that's that's one thing that's inconceivable to Westerners because of our diet and and the things we right. eat. And because our culture is superior, we've been over this. <laughs> we have. Yes, we have. We're not going to. All eat. cultures are not equal. Right. We're not going to eat bat winged freaks of nature right. hanging from the tops of caves. And like who who I, I know I know you guys have talked about this before on Glenn Show. Like who was the first person to Fill in the blank to eat this, you know, right, eat to that. say, "Hey, that looks delicious. I'm going to pull its wings off and eat it." No, uh, no, I don't know how that happens. And I mean, I'd be proud if it was like, you know, 
like the chicken or the turkey or something like that. Mm-hmm. But if, if I'm the first guy who said... Or a lobster. A I mean, lobster, yeah. Is there anything uglier than a lobster? <laughs> yeah. And you would think, yeah, I'm not touching that thing. And then you cut it open and, and you put its meat in butter and it's delicious. I'm hungry now. <laughs> Let's go. Red lobster open? Uh, probably not yet. Probably not yet. <laughs> Bang on the door. Uh, this is a special day. It's a, it's a happy birthday uh, to the planet Pluto. And yes, to me, it will always be a absolutely planet. a planet. Either way, though, either whether it's a planet or whatever a planetoid or whatever they call it now. Plutoid, that's dumb. It's the ninetieth year since its discovery. Yeah. So to us here, I mean, it's certainly older than this, but to us, <laughs> it's ninety years old. Right. And don't forget, don't forget, if you're at the water cooler and someone tries to say, "Well, you know, it's actually not a planet uh, anymore," just tell them that the head of NASA says it is. So there. Yeah. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Now, it orbits the sun from about 3.6 billion miles, which is roughly 40 times farther than the Earth. The planet is smaller than the Earth's moon. It's 1,400 miles in diameter is all. Mm. It moves slowly and in, a, in an elliptical orbit. One day on Pluto lasts almost six Earth days, and a year takes 240. 48 Earth days, Earth years. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that mm. it couldn't be 248 days being that far out. It wrote, okay, so one year on Pluto is 248 Earth years. Ooh. It uh, would take you a long time to experience your first birthday on Pluto. Oh, that, wait, now. You'd I'm, be waiting a long time. I'm on board now. Yeah, me too. Wow, time drags too. on Pluto, huh? Okay. Has a thin atmosphere, which combined with the distance from the sun, Makes it just a tad chilly. Uh, 387 below. 387 below zero. A little chilly. Yes. Just a bit of a nip in the fall air <laughs> right now on Pluto. <laughs> 387. Wow. According to uh, NinePlanets.org, astronomers starting in the 1840s speculated there might be some large object beyond Neptune that was impacting its orbit. Uh, researcher Percival Lowell called this mystery object Planet X and devoted his time at the uh, Lowell Observatory in Arizona trying to discover it. He captured images of what we now know as Pluto during his studies, but the search lapsed after his death in 1916. Finally, in 1929, Clyde Tombaugh started the search for Planet X, Hmm. and uh, one year later, he found it. Boom. So happy 90th birthday to And he was young, too, right? That that guy who eventually discovered it, he was like a... He was 23. Yeah, that's... 23. Wow. So if we've learned anything from this lesson on Pluto... Yeah. It's that uh, if Jeffy lived there, he'd be one year old. <laughs> Probably a year and a half by now. Probably a year and a half old. Yeah, okay. Sorry. He, you know, he's easily into that his was high pressure, late 300s. Yeah, that was high-pressure Keith math on the fly there. So, uh, <laughs> But I think I got it. Close enough, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I think so. That's all right. Uh, I was just reading a story, too. I was just kind of uh, looking for it right now. NASA just contacted one of the Voyager spacecrafts that is 11 billion miles away, and they made some course correction with it. I mean, is that incredible that we can still get in touch with the Voyager? That is fascinating. It, It is far beyond now our solar system and the reach of the sun. It's in, you know, outer space. And we just contacted it and made it, I don't know, do something. 
turn left. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go straight. Now, I don't know how we know it turned left, because yeah. it'd be tough to see out there. <sighs> or maybe or maybe we commanded it to do that in 1984, <laughs> yeah. and we just now got the report back that it did what we asked it to do. Uh, let's that's, see. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, really incredible. So, okay, so the, the same government that shows incompetence on a daily basis somehow created... This 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 right. Voyager that clear is back still in, the 70s, in the 70s by the way yeah that is still working today. I believe they were both launched in 1977. Wow! Can you imagine if they'd been launched with the kind of technology we have now? I, I it would be amazing to see what they could do. Uh, but yeah, they're still in contact with it. Forty three years later. 43 years and 11 billion miles. I know we've talked about this, but I've forgotten. And see if you know. I hate to put you on the spot here. But what, what, what is Voyager? What kind of data is it collecting? Like, the, do we know? Like, the temperature or, you know, it's not sending back images. It's a good question. Still, right? I mean, I don't Voyager. know. I don't know what images it would be sending back now. Yeah. It's pretty dark out there, I would think, right now. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, the, the nearest star. Is uh, kind of a kind of a hike from where it is, even though it's 11 billion miles out there. Where's uh, Dylan? Where's Dylan? When you need him, come yeah. on, Dylan, chime in here. Anyhow, is he even here today? No, he doesn't no. come in this early anymore. Uh, he comes in at his leisure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. A little closer to Earth. Uh, Keith's battle with the city of Fort Worth continues. Because uh, that's what he loves to do. Battle? Uh, yeah. yeah, you love to battle. Battle. He is. He is. Uh, is this on your way in? No, this is just uh, a just random, a random, random ramp uh, that I that happened to take a picture of. Oh, and, uh, okay. And you pulled over and I, you took a picture of this pothole. It's about three feet long at least, and eight inches uh, deep. About you know eight inches deep or so. Just looking down as I drove by it, mm-hmm. uh, maybe more. I don't know. It's just it's a crater is what it is. And so I uh, I posted that on Twitter and uh, I I tagged the city of Fort Worth and of course they're cute and they're like well have you told uh, have you told the customer service oh my god and of gosh. course the answer is yes well, I've told, told I've told I've told them about this one stretch of road where someone's gonna die because people drive through the middle of it because it's so like you say driving through Beirut on either side so people go right through the middle mm-hmm. and they play chicken and then right the last minute they get back over in their lane. And I have repeatedly called them. I have emailed them. And so when they're asking me if I've ever, you know, contacted customer service, I sent them a screenshot of an email exchange where they said the problem was resolved, but nothing has changed on the road that I'm referring to. But I loved how it, it, it got pat heads to uh, chime in from around the country. Yeah, I love this. And, and see, our roads are great around here, except for Fort Worth. Does that sound accurate to you? Yeah. I mean, Fort yeah. Worth just sucks. I rarely find giant potholes where... Where yeah, I all drive. the other suburbs so, and stuff, they're fine. Yeah. It's Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I love this... Uh, Fort Worth sucks. This addition here uh, <laughs> uh, to the conversation from a pothead up in Detroit. Yeah, somebody uh, <laughs> planted tomatoes inside a giant pothole in Detroit. <laughs> and they grew. And they grew. <laughs> that is a brilliant idea. Yeah. You got a pothole so big and so deep that you could plant tomatoes in it. <laughs> and you, you do it just to make a point. That's fantastic. Yep, there you go. And then they put the little uh, workhorse it. around it to protect it from being run over and stuff. So it's been turned into a little mini tomato garden. And I love like Detroit's spin on this. It's like, That's look, it's, awesome. a, it's a symbol of a revitalization of oh, Detroit. No, okay. Pave the road. That's amazing. And then... Uh, then we have a town yes. that finally fixed a pothole. 
after somebody <laughs> spray painted uh, man units on them. <laughs> this is in Britain, right? Uh-huh, I think it's in Britain. Yes, Northeast England. <laughs> they were fed up with the increasing number of potholes littering the street, and the town wouldn't do anything to repair them. So what they did was uh, that, <clears throat> that you see blurred out a bit on the screen. And you screen. know what? And then, uh, oh, man. I think the story says how uh, <laughs> they changed their route to make repairs and got to that quicker than they planned to. Okay, all right. We'll go and uh, we'll fix your um, man unit pothole. It's kind of funny and pretty effective, obviously, because I guess the city yeah. decided, well, maybe we don't want a giant man unit painted on the So on that's the what you do. So that, they fixed it, finally. So if you see this, <laughs> if you're driving around Fort Worth and you see big potholes, <laughs> I'm not condoning graffiti no, at no, all. No, no, no. Or crudeness like I, this. I am, I am a promoter of the arts, however. Mm-hmm. Sure. So take that information. Aren't we all? Do what you will with it. But uh, <laughs> Home Depot got some cheap paint if you're interested. All right, let me take a minute and tell you about uh, Patriot Mobile. Uh, such a great company, mm-hmm. and you get the same service you do from the big from the big boys, uh, Verizon, AT and T, Sprint, all of those. But uh, you get a, you also get a company that supports your values. With the others, uh, they support. Planned Parenthood, they support Bernie Sanders, they support Nancy Pelosi's agenda. It's uh, it's a nightmare. Patriot Mobile is the only cell phone service that donates a portion of your monthly bill to organizations that fight for the values you believe in. Right to bear arms. Uh, life. Religious liberty. Supporting veterans. That's what they believe in. Starting at $25 a month, Patriot Mobile plans <clears throat> come with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service you get from everybody else. It's just cheaper, and they do better things with the money. Go to patriotmobile.com pat. You'll get free activation when you use the offer code pat, plus a free gift when you open a new line. Or you can just call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. We got to stick together. <clears throat> Join the Patriot Mobile family. Now, go to patriotmobile.com slash pat or 972-PATRIOT. Uh, traffic and weather together every eight minutes on the threes all morning long to get you there on time and in one piece and let you know what the weather is going to be like. So you know how to dress in the morning because... I, I know that you're you're not smart enough to really figure that out on your own. And, so we uh, do that for you, like the government. Is it in the traffic report where we warn them of the new yeah. crater potholes uh, it is, in Fort yes. Worth? And okay. we'll tell you where the man units are drawn <laughs> on which potholes as well. you got to so, be able to navigate. All of this and, and much more because uh, we care. You know, we just really care about you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, less than half of Americans, 47%. This is written like it's a good thing. Wait, wait. When you pause like that, like mm-hmm. I, I start to tense up. I'm like, oh, you no. You should. You should. Oh, no. What's he going to say? 47% of Americans say they would vote for a qualified presidential candidate <clears throat> who is a socialist. Okay. 20. I mean, 47%. We're done. I got. I, I mean, on? I'm dumbfounded by mm-hmm. that. I, I can't even fathom it. A socialist candidate is the only one among a dozen hypothetical candidates about whom a minority of Americans say they're willing to give their vote. But that's a pretty big...
big minority. Right. Who wrote that? Nice spin. Yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah. it's le- I mean, it's less than a majority. Want, uh, <laughs> yeah, because listen to the other, president. listen to the other possibilities. Uh, are you willing to b- vote for a black president? Well, of course we are. Um, in 2015, it was 92%. In 2019, it's 96%. Well, we already did. So shouldn't it be like 100? The only reason that that most Americans or half of Americans didn't vote for the black president was because he was a socialist. Uh Uh, Catholic, 95% would vote for a Catholic. Hispanic, 95%. A woman, 2%. No, (laughs) 94%. Ah, see, for a moment I had hope. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, (laughs) Jewish? Uh, I find it hard to believe. It's only 93%. 93% of people would be... It's Why isn't it 100% on these? An evangelical Christian. <laughs> now, that's probably 2%, right? It's closer to 2 than the Jewish was, mm-hmm. or any of these others are. Evangelical Christian, 80% would vote for an evangelical cr- Christian. <sighs> 80%! What? That's Why isn't that 100? <clears throat> Gay or lesbian? 76%, almost the same as evangelical Christian. Uh, someone who is under the age of 40, 71% would vote uh, for somebody under 40. Now, if there was a super qualified candidate, uh, Ted Cruz type, I would vote for somebody under 40. You know, if they're as long, obviously they have to be qualified, so they got to be at least 35. But if they're between 35 and 40, I'd, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Muslim, 66%. Over the age of 70, 63%. Boy, the Democrats are proving that right now because all of their candidates are over the age of 70. Except (laughs) except for Buttigieg and and, uh, and Tulsi. How many would vote for an atheist? In 2015, it was 58%. In 2019, it was 60%. And socialist, 47% in 2015, 47% now. Or in 2019. That is a disturbing figure. 47% of Americans would consider voting for a socialist. And they're proving that with, uh, you know, the reception that they're giving Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. Just that, I mean, that is just crazy. Electability by... by by party. This is interesting because they they also broke it down into... uh, Democrats and Republicans and independents and it, whether or not you'd vote for all of these different groups for a uh, a black person 94% of Republicans 96 independents 99% uh, of Democrats for Catholics 97% of Republicans 94% of independents and 96% of Democrats you get down to a socialist what are the numbers who would <clears throat> who would vote for a socialist the most Obviously, we all know the Democrat would. Seventy-four <laughs> percent of Democrats would vote for a socialist. Seventy-four percent. It was forty-nine percent of independents who would vote for a socialist. What is the matter with these people? What? How dumb can you be? Nineteen percent of Republicans, which is is low, but it should be much much lower than that. Mm-hmm. Should be zero. Zero percent of Republicans would consider voting for a socialist. Geez, how, do we, how have we gotten to this point? It's just amazing. No, this is good. This is, I'm hopeful now. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, good stats you got there. Yeah. 
So, so. put that in your pipe and, and smoke it. Uh, I don't know which is more disturbing. 74% of Democrats would vote for a socialist or 19% of Republicans. Who are these Republicans? Who are the, who are the Republicans? That, yeah, I'm all about small government. But uh, I love me that Bernie Sanders. Yeah, he's I mean, he's fantastic. qualified, right? He's qualified. He's qualified, so then right. Whatever. <laughs> what do I care? He's going to give me free stuff? Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, as Rob has uh, so eloquently put on the screen here on Blaze TV, survey says... We're, we're doomed. doomed. We're we're doomed. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. There's your title for the show today, Martin. We're doomed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yeah, just ponder that for a minute. <laughs> uh, we'll be back. Pat Gray Unleashed. Thanks for joining us. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. You can find this show anytime you want uh, online. And our, our podcast is available pretty much everywhere. Podcasts. Not pretty much. Everywhere you can get your podcast. Uh, iTunes or Spotify, for instance. Stitcher. Google Play. Wherever. Uh, plus, we always post the show now on YouTube as well. And uh, we really appreciate your signing up and, and subscribing uh, to our YouTube channel as well. YouTube.com slash Pat Gray. 888 and at Pat Unleashed. On Twitter, Ryan Rossentrader tweets, It's good to know it's safe to eat bat wings again. Had to downgrade chicken wings for too long now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, Stoning Duck tweets, Disease and locusts sounds really biblical, biblical plaguey over there in China. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Biblical plaguey kind of thing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you more about that in just a second. Ooh, that's uh, so it's very bib- biblical Uh-oh. plaguey. Uh, Free range prisoner. Did you say the store shelves were wiped clean of toilet paper? <laughs> hey, oh. See what you did there. Uh, <laughs> nations under. Who eats a bat? Uh, just put it on some mashed potatoes, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's what he said. Just put it on some mashed potatoes. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, Jeffy. Yeah, yeah. Jeffy, Jeffy does. Jeffy eats a bat. Uh, yeah, milk. Uh, Swank think, whatever happened to COVID-19? Are we back being okay <laughs> with being racist toward the Chinese? <laughs> I just don't understand how coronavirus is racist towards ch- Chinese. I don't how, how is that? What? It, it's not even, a, it's not a Chinese word. It's not derived from Chinese. Doesn't mean anything to uh, Chinese. It's it, it looks like a crown. The word for crown in Spanish is corona, right? Yeah. I mean, how does that have anything to do with... I don't know. I, I, I can't figure out these unbelievably that's, that's where I say, don't try to. You'll, you'll lose your Yes. Mm-hmm. They call me Trigger Fist, uh, but Billy Joel. <laughs> but you're always a planet to me. That's uh, the Pluto. Sing it with you're, heart, Pat. See, you're, but you're... You're always so is a, a woman to me, always a planet to me. <laughs> uh, Jeffy's 18 Spoons, Pat and Keith. You know it doesn't matter what the head of NASA says about Pluto's planetary status. If Pluto identifies as something other than a planet, who are we to say or bother otherwise? Yeah, we should probably yeah. talk to Pluto about this. Bat Tartar? <laughs> Silly Pat, Bernie isn't going to cut the military. Any communist worth his weight has to have a strong military to oppress its citizens. <laughs> yeah, That's okay. a good point. It is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. 
Also from Founders Keeper, Voyager took pics of uh, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto before huh. leaving our solar system. Sent sent back some pictures That's of cool. data, the, the oh, data oh. that it has. Oh, yeah. So, oh. oh, Sir Nasty sent us this. Yeah. So, because I was asking, what kind of data does it uh, collect now that it's you know so far out? And I guess and data from Star Trek is there's our answer. What it sent back. Wow, that's, <laughs> that's good stuff right yeah. there. All right, so we've got not just one plague <laughs> that is uh, hitting the Earth right now. We have ten plagues, really, pl- supposedly that are simultaneously no way hitting our planet. What's the normal number? What's the average you know plague? Uh, rotation zero we usually have no plagues uh now we have 10 well plague number one okay the uh swarm of locusts armies of locusts the size of major cities so these swarms are that big you know the size of los angeles sometimes they're uh they're 40 miles across if you can imagine such a thing locusts in a swarm 40 miles across uh, and they can wipe out farms, and they have wiped out farms in Africa in as little as 30 seconds. Just really unbelievable. And spreading throughout the Middle East, and now they've reached China. At least some of them have. The others are so fat from the food they've eaten, they haven't gotten there yet. So they're lagging behind a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, billions of them have destroyed food supplies across Kenya, Somalia, Ethiopia. Worst plague for decades. Okay, plague number two. Extremely bizarre weather patterns. All right, whatever. An all-time record of 209 mile per hour wind gust just hit California. All right, that's a, that's I didn't a, even hear about that. That's interesting. 209 I, miles an hour. I didn't hear hour? that either. <laughs> wow. And absolutely crazy storms are happening all over the planet, supposedly. In Australia, Sydney has been thrown into chaos by a devastating so- storm that saw two months of rainfall in just two days. Forced mass evacuations, left 150,000 people uh, homes without power, and prompted warnings not to drive to work. Wow. Wow, is that recent then? Uh, apparently. Apparently this just happened. Put out them fires? You know, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, then maybe it put out the fires in Australia. Maybe that's a good thing. Number three, supposedly unprecedented flooding. We're seeing unusual flooding all over the world right now, and the flooding that's devastating the southern U.S. is being called unprecedented, even though it isn't. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rain on this particular uh, plague. In Jackson, Mississippi, hundreds of residents either watched their homes flood over the weekend or worried the residents would soon be drenched as the Pearl River crested Monday at 36.8 feet. It's third highest level ever recorded Mm. then that's not unprecedented thank you why do you call these things unprecedented when they're not uh to stir hysteria so this this also happened at higher levels in 79 and 83 now when i was a kid growing up in the 70s we were continually being told about the mississippi river flooding it 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 flooded all the time seemed like every year there was a massive flood along the Mississippi River. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> again, uh, I think 94-ish, somewhere in there, I remember a big flood. Yeah. And then also, um, that was a big thing when uh, when Coolidge was president. Back in the 20s, there was a big flood. 
So this is... Unprecedented. Not- mm-hmm. No, Keith, it's unprecedented. Number four, major earthquakes. Really big earthquakes are happening with such frequency, it's very difficult to write all, uh, about all of them. <clears throat> For instance, there was a magnitude 7.7 earthquake that struck uh, about 80 miles from Jamaica, shaking people in the Caribbean uh, as far away as Miami. A tsunami was recorded. It was 0.4 feet high. Is that unprecedented, too? In the Cayman Islands at Georgetown, but no tsunami was observed uh, anywhere else. Number five, unusual volcanic eruptions. Seismic activity has been rising all over the globe. And over the past couple of months, we've seen volcanoes all over the world pop off like firecrackers. One of the most notable eruptions that we've seen in recent days was the most powerful eruption of Mount Merapi in 90 years. Mount Merapi is in Indonesia. Uh, Okay, the coronavirus, obviously. We we all know about this one. Then we've got the number seven, the African swine fever plague. They're calling it pig Ebola. It's already wiped out millions upon millions of pigs in China. And now it's spread to more than 40 other countries. The price of pork is skyrocketing in China. And to help fill the demand, the Chinese are increasingly importing pork from the U.S. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Number eight. Plague number eight. H1N1 swine flu. I didn't even know this was a thing right now. We heard about this years ago, but I didn't know it was happening now. Unlike the African swine fever, the H1N1 swine flu can actually kill humans. In fact, it has already killed more people outside of China than the coronavirus outbreak has. Jeez. 13 people in Taiwan have died from the virus in one week alone. Plague number nine, the H5N1 bird flu, which I've never heard of. This strain of bird flu caused a massive global scare a number of years ago. I guess it was just the bird flu. I didn't know it was H5N1. Uh, And now it's experiencing a stunning resurgence. China has had to kill thousands of chickens so far, and experts are warning that this outbreak could be just getting started. What in the hell is happening in China? I I told you it's a SimCity game gone bad. Gosh, all of these these plagues, well, uh, most of these plagues involve China all at once. And plague number 10, H5N8 bird flu. This strain is different from the H5N1 bird flu, but many believe it's even more frightening. It started to pop up in numerous places around the globe. Let me guess, China is one of them? (laughs) And experts were really surprised when it recently made an appearance in Germany. The virus killed 44 birds out of a flock of 69 in uh, one region of, of Germany. Uh, that's scary. Okay, so so there's a bunch of plagues that are infecting the earth right now. Oh, that's cool. And, you know, of course, some of them are being blown out of proportion because the global warmists love to do that. And they love to fearmonger. And so that's a little portion of it. But the other, on the other hand, we should probably be on the lookout uh, for certain signs of the end of the times, as we've been told to do. Well, in uh, some book that I've read a few times. I think I think one of them is the uh, the Falcons win the Super Bowl, and that's not going to happen anytime soon. So I think we're safe for at least a little while. Is that one of the? Uh, yeah, it's in the book of Revelation. Joshua. Yeah, Joshua. Something like that. Okay. 
<clears throat> I've missed that one. Yeah, well, uh, you need to you need to read a little closer. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, and it's uh, it's uh, it's an odd translation. It's one that is it. Yeah, oh, it doesn't specifically say when the Falcons win the Super Bowl. That's one of the signs of the end times. Something, it, it, something like that. You have to sort of read into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> it's a code. Okay, it's okay. a code, mm-hmm. Pat, and you have to be able to crack it. Yeah. And I did. <laughs> and we're safe because the Falcons will never win the Super Bowl. Thus, the world no, will last true. forever. That is true. Okay. Also, Plymouth Rock, uh, which of course. Signals the arrival of the Mayflower pilgrims uh, to the area 400 years ago was just defaced with red graffiti, along with other nearby monuments on Monday. The historic rock at Pilgrim Memorial State Park in Plymouth was found by officials covered in red spray paint and emblazoned with the letters MOF and the number 508. Look at that. Do we know what this means? No, I don't. No official word from police on what the tags mean. 508 is an area code used in Plymouth. Mm-hmm. Now, that was important to deface one of our most important monuments with uh, spray paint. Nice. Look at that. Jeez, what is the matter with people? I don't know what the MOF, what is that supposed to be? Does it say there? Uh, it, it doesn't say. Okay. Other waterfront sites at the park, including a seashell shaped, there it is, sign celebrating the upcoming 400th anniversary of the Mayflower landing, was also targeted with the red paint. Why? Uh, because uh, I didn't land at Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on me. Mm-hmm. That's why it <laughs> deserves to be defaced. Okay? And those are good people that run that stuff up there. Glenn had them on yeah. you know, a few months ago. Yes. Really good people. Yes. And then they have to put up with this nonsense. And, and their, their celebration uh, starts in April. Uh, their year-long or summer-long celebration. So they've got to now deal with this. And then, of course, well, we've got the big event uh, that's going to be there that uh, Glenn is spearheading as well. So, uh, well, that's going to be... He's going to... Close to there, but not there. Gettysburg. Right? Yes, yeah. it'll be in Gettysburg, which is closer uh, I think originally to Plymouth Rock than this is. going to try to do something there, but for whatever reason, didn't work out. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, we also have from B to Bodine. Oh yeah, oh we got the uh, kitty cat. Uh, uh, this is <laughs> this is kind of what it's like when what kind of uh, like what it is when I when I'm uh, offered a kale wrap and uh, <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> no, way. that's not a real sound from the cat, right? I, I don't know. She's responding like it. I, I don't know. <laughs> Let's say yes. Let's say that that cat sounds like a kid. Uh, but uh, there you are. Uh, when someone offers, it does kale. sound like me when offered kale. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, uh, don't forget, pretty close. Don't forget if you would like to see uh, Pat in the kitchen mm-hmm. uh, cooking up his famous, his world famous. Am I right? Yes. Uh, kale recipe. Yes. It's at uh, youtube.com slash Pat Gray. Be sure to check that out. If you want an edible way to uh, prepare kale, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. So go there and, and find out. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I react to kale like that because I hate it and virtually all vegetables. So I, I get uh, none of that nutrition. Well, <laughs> that's not the case anymore because now I use Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, one scoop of Field of Greens from Brickhouse 
has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables. Um, you know that the, the uh, Yahoo Finance, the global says that the global superfood market is growing by two hundred billion dollars in the next few years, and experts agree that eating these superfoods are the easiest way to get nutrient dense foods, and it's all natural. Field of Greens is not just all natural, but organic as well. And it assists with your immune system, reduces your risk of heart disease. It's prebiotic, probiotic. It's a great source of vitamins and minerals and fiber and other nutrients that you need in your body. With Field of Greens, there's no counting pills. You just put a scoop, one scoop of it into a glass of water, stir it up, drink it down, and you're all set. Or you could put it into a smoothie, whatever you choose to do with it. It just sweetens whatever drink uh, you use it in. Go to BrickHousePat.com. You'll save 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. Even better, if you sign up for a recurring subscription, you can save an extra 10% every month. Build a better you, one brick at a time. BrickHousePat.com. BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here from Sir Nasty. Pat, would you say the locusts are destroying foon stocks? <laughs> destroying food stocks. Shot cattle, dogs for fun. Uh, they call me Trigger Fist, tweets, and the bull shall be super, and the falcon <laughs> shall lie down with the skin of pigs. Oh, see, I told you it was in there. Yeah. It's the, in there. It's in the book of revelations according to this uh shall not be infringed tweets pretty sure one of the potholes here in rochester in the rochester area is where hoffa was buried (laughs) wow uh from nations under there's a hole in the street where the road once was (laughs) somebody's taking money there you go (laughs) and you're welcome who was that that we should blame for getting that song back into our head Uh, do we know yeah let me see uh Uh, nations under Uh uh-huh okay thank you (laughs) <laughs> and uh, from uh, K-Stein, that pothole is nothing compared to the one in a uh, nearby city. Look and at that! There is K-Stein's. And, and then he says it's not photoshopped. No way. Come on now. I mean, they would have to really be trying. Look at that shadow along his face and stuff. I mean. Look at that. <laughs> that is intense. What is What? Oh, that's crazy. That's I mean, like a sinkhole. That's not a pothole. Yeah, that's got to be like something Jeez. under repair or something. Can you imagine yeah. your tire going into that? Can you imagine you going into that? Man. <laughs> uh, yeah. And by the way, uh, in case you're listening mm. to the podcast, um, he's standing and the the top of his head is even with the road. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pothole probably six feet deep at least. Wow. Uh, how is it possible the city hasn't gotten on that? I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I mean, that's that's a definite hazard. Yeah, we don't know if it's, you know, under Jeez. construction right now or what, but yeah. From Putin on the Ritz, uh, y'all need Steve McClellan to come to Texas to fix the holes in the road. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Remember this guy? My name is Steve From McClellan. Mississippi, I'm right? I'm running for a supervisor of B1 uh-huh. of Holmes County in Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. When I was a child, yeah. I wanted to be a superhero. <clears throat> I wonder what kind of superhero would I be today. I wonder. Oh, see? There's Gotta a have somebody there. fix those holes. Oh, nice cape, though, right? Yeah. I mean, the spandex. Cape and underwear. Nice. 
Oh, look at he He's able to <laughs> leap? leap a pothole in a single bound. A single bound? Oh, what about this one? Yes! Yeah, you got through it. I had to leap a skyscraper in a single bound <laughs> to get these hole fixed. Got to get these hole fixed. Got to yeah. get them fixed. You got to get What I got fixed. to do is got you. to be a superhero to get these hole fixed. <laughs> you got to get them fixed. Got yeah, to. You got to get it. You got to get them yeah. fixed. Oh, no, don't get hit. Steve, oh, no. look out. Don't do it. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> So a motorist has been stopped. Man, be careful. There's a lot of holes in this road. We yeah. got to get them fixed. Who are you? I'm Steve McClanner, running for supervisor of Beat One of Holmes County. All right. To save you from all these potholes. Uh. They got to be fixed. They got to be fixed. You're right. I'm so sick and tired of coming down these roads, tearing yeah. up my car. They right. need to be fixed. If they vote somebody like you for supervisor Beat One to get all your holes out yep. these roads, it's going to be tearing up all our vehicles. <laughs> Vote for Steve McClanner. I'm gonna fix these holes. There we go. They got to be fixed. Yeah. They got to be fixed. All right, okay. ma'am, you have a nice day, and you watch these holes because we got to get them fixed. Got to get them fixed. Got to get them fixed. Got to get the holes fixed. I, I think what he said there was what he's saying. It's kind of subtle. It's hard to get the the gist of it. Yeah. But what I think he's trying to imply. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is that they they got to get the holes fixed. Got to get them fixed. Uh, well, um, so you had your chance there in mm-hmm. August, as we saw in the Democratic primary. Um, he did not win that. What, what do you mean he didn't did win he? that? Well, did he win that? The Holmes County Herald, uh-huh. serving Holmes County since 1959, I'd like to point out. Um, I found your results from August, and uh, well, <clears throat> shame on you, Holmes County. You're correct. They rejected the superhero oh, no. No. for um, District 1 supervisor. Don't say that. Don't yeah. say that. Yeah, I mean, uh, they... <laughs> They, they came down so to Steve McClellan did not win the election? Three, four. He finished fourth out of five people. Okay. And uh, Was it close? Uh, well, the, the, the two that are in a runoff uh, that I saw was runoff, had 32% and 16%. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Oh, no, I'm sorry. 32 and 29%. So then somebody had 16%. McClellan, 10%. Oh, he finished fifth. These aren't in order. He finished fifth out of five. Some guy finished with 13%. How did you do this? Holmes County, you had your chance and you rejected. He showed you. You got to get those holes fixed. Now you're not going to get the holes fixed. Don't reject Steve McClellan. That's too late. They already did. If he tries again, you'll have a second chance. But uh, you know what? Well, when they don't fix the holes. Enjoy your potholes, okay? Mm -hmm. Because that's what you've got now. Holmes County. It's a real shame. Mississippi. It's a real shame you had a real shot there at uh, electing somebody who was going to get something done. Like if I had a superhero on the ballot, right? Mm -hmm. I would absolutely vote for them. I don't care what office, which superhero it is. I I don't (laughs) care if you're qualified. You're a superhero. And Holmes County, Mississippi had Mm -hmm. their chance. They had their chance. And as we saw in the Holmes County Herald... They blew it. They passed it up. Back in August. They they blew their chance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a real shame. Sure is. It's a real shame. Sorry, Steve. I guess people don't want to get their holes fixed. Now, he obviously had the vote of that woman he stopped uh, and saved from running into a pothole there. I mean, she stopped her car just short of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that, oh, he had like a hundred and something votes. That was 10%. Uh, oh, okay. So there wasn't that many votes huh. uh, up for grabs there in no, Holmes County, Mississippi. Really not. Hmm. All right. 888 uh, Jeff Bezos has committed $10 billion to co- combat climate change. Now, $10 billion to him, that's like me committing $2 <laughs> to a cause. 
That's uh, uh, that's so. that's that's my monthly Amazon bill, roughly though. Sir, so think about this: <laughs> for a guy who has a hundred and I think his last count after his after his wife took some, and then he regained some of it, uh, thirteen billion overnight or in fifteen minutes or whatever, he was back up to about one hundred and thirty billion. When you have one hundred and thirty billion dollars, <clears throat> ten. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not ten million. It's ten billion. Billion, yeah, with a B. Yeah, I wish the wife had gotten more oh, now in the divorce I'm, settlement, right? Now I'm pissed. I mean, I don't know what she would have spent the money on, but I just wish she had gotten more. Yeah. Because all yeah. I'm doing is every time I'm loading up my Amazon cart uh, for next day delivery, mm-hmm. I'm now funding <clears throat> climate change. That's what you're doing. Yay me! Climate change, whatever we're doing with it. What ten billion. Oh, that that changes everything. That's quite a commitment. Uh, Bezos announced the initiative called the Bezos Earth Fund yesterday. Uh, the fund will support scientists, activists, oh good, oh, no. non-governmental organizations, and quote any off any effort that offers a real possibility to help preserve and protect the natural world. Unquote. He expected to begin issuing grants this summer, <clears throat> and he, he claims uh, climate change is the biggest threat to our planet. Mm-hmm. Ugh, by all that is holy. Yeah. I'm just wondering if my new headphones are going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> Pat Gray Unleashed. So we just had the story about Jeff Bezos committing $10 billion to fight climate change. $10 billion. Because it's such a crisis. Uh, because the United States has pulled out of the Paris Accord. <laughs> well, it's interesting because um, from the IEA report, the United States of America just led the world last year in reducing CO2 emissions. <laughs> I thought we were the biggest offender. I, yeah, thought, we suck. I thought we were evil and horrible, and, and we pulled out of the... The climate change agreement yeah, in the Paris. Paris, yeah, and that was so terrible. And w- uh, so, the rest of the world is going to suffer because of our decisions. <laughs> in what is sure to be a surprise to those who vilify the United States as a major climate polluter, the U.S. led the entire world in reducing carbon dioxide emissions last year, according huh. to the IEA. United States saw the largest decline in energy-related CO2 emissions in 2019 on a country basis, a fall of 140 million tons, or 2.9%, to 4.8 gigatons, according to the International Energy Agency. U.S. emissions are now down almost one gigaton from their peak in the year 2000. The largest absolute decline by any country over that period. <laughs> uh, I mean, what else do you need? What do you want? And Jeff Bezos can spend his money however he wants to. Yeah, but whatever. wow, he's uh, he's dumber than I thought. Yeah, he's barking up the wrong tree here. Mm-hmm. The report, but I mean, he's got so much money, he doesn't know what to do with it all. So go <laughs> ahead and waste it on this hoax. The report. And hoax in that has has the temperature gone up? Probably. I don't know. I mean, there's conflicting reports on that. Yeah, because of no, it's, it's gone up because they make up the numbers. Well, that they made that up too. the numbers when they didn't have weather stations, and they make everything look unprecedented and the hottest because they go back to the past and re 
and and uh, reduce all of those numbers. Yeah. So that everything that happens now looks like it's a bigger increase than it should be. I used to think it was just bad because you remember these Soviet era weather stations in Siberia where you were forced to work for the government and yeah. record these temperatures. Okay. When when communism fell in the early nineties, these guys were no longer forced to live in Siberia. They abandoned these weather stations, and it brought the world average up. I used to think it was just that was a good explanation, but no, it's more egregious than that. Yeah. It's, they're just making, they're literally making up numbers now where they don't have them. They manipulate the numbers all the time, and they tell us they're doing it, and we're still like, oh, okay, yeah, gosh, it's hot. It's really hot. It's never been this hot. It's unprecedented hot. (laughs) Shut up. It's just, it's asinine. It really is. But let, let's say, let's give them the point nine degrees. Go ahead and take the point nine degrees. There's there's also a, a two million degree burning orb in the sky that has that was really active in the 90s and early 2000s, and now it isn't as much. Of course, now they, they keep saying every year still, every year. Oh, it's the hottest year ever recorded next year. Oh, it's the hottest year ever recorded. When I know it's not. I mean, certainly not where I live. And everybody I hear from says the same thing. Yeah, but. No, remember last April. Last April here in the Dallas-Fort uh, Worth area. It was cold well into that month. Yeah. It's just weather. It happens, man. Seems like the beginning of June was was chilly, too. Or, yeah. or less we, hot than yeah, it normally is. We did not experience summer here in Texas, as weird as that sounds, until we got right up on 4th of July. But give them the degree. I mean, so what? That doesn't mean that we're doing it, and it also doesn't mean that we can control it, that we can do anything about it. You're not going to be able to to drive the temperature down. So it's ridiculous. It's it's asinine. So the report credited a 15 percent reduction in the use of coal for for power generation as a key factor in the decline. Uh, the news seems to rebuff condemnation from climate activists. Boy, nobody's going to want to report this. This is probably the only place you're going to... It's a. It's on the blaze. Sh- share this with your friends, with everybody you know, because nobody's going to talk about this. Uh, because it does the opposite of what all the climate hysteria, hysterical buffoons uh, scream about every day. Trump's administration's decision last year to formally withdraw from the U.S. Uh, withdraw the U.S. from the climate, the Paris Climate Agreement, was supposed to be like Armageddon for the climate, and instead, <laughs> instead, we've gone down more than all the countries in the agreement. Proponents of the Paris Agreement view the deal as the only hope for reducing global emissions, which is just. Again, that is ludicrous because by their own admission, the Paris Agreement does nothing. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. I mean, Al Gore has admitted it. Uh, let me see if I can find that really quick. Uh, oh, yeah. He was asked on TV. I remember that yeah, interview. Right? And he, he was forced to admit. Uh, listen to this. Even if all 195 nations, not 194, met their targets, it still wouldn't solve the problem. Uh, th- that is correct. Heck, however. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> however. 
However, it sends a very powerful signal to business and industry and civil society and countries around the world. Around the world. It sends a very powerful signal. So we send a signal. So we send a signal. A powerful, powerful, let's be honest, a powerful signal. A very, very powerful signal, Keith. To industries? Uh, To industries around the world. And And that, that fixes the climate? No. No, but it sends that signal. <laughs> so what? It My sends a signal? Goodness. Have you ha- have you heard anything dumber than that? Okay, so it doesn't do anything to fix the problem that you're talking about. So we should compromise our economy to follow these guidelines and it's not going to do anything for the problem, but it does send a signal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what a what a horrible move that was to back out of that agreement. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> and then and then our levels go down more than anybody else's in the world. Okay, I don't want to hear about this anymore. Of course, we're going to. Every day. <laughs> of course, we are, man. <laughs> but if it were up to me, we wouldn't hear about it anymore. Anymore. Stop it. Oh man, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Bloomberg made the next debate. Oh goody! Which sadly is tomorrow night, which I don't want to watch. No, no. Uh, we have to, but I don't want to. Oh, shoot. I have plans. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. What What are you doing tomorrow night? This thing I can't reschedule. You got a thing. Okay. What time does the debate start? Do we know? Uh, probably 8 It doesn't o'clock, matter. It's, whatever seven, I'm, it's whenever I'm doing my thing. Now, how do you know that? I just... Uh, intuition? Sense it. Yeah. yeah. Spider senses? Yeah, that's what it is. So I'm just busy. Speaking of spider senses, uh, they might be coming from a... Uh, uh, bisexual spider-man sometime very soon i'm sorry what was yeah, that if your spider senses are tingling <laughs> it might mean a whole different thing okay now. well sony wants to introduce a bisexual spider-man with a boyfriend in an upcoming movie why because well that's important well it's important i want to go talk about climate change now again. forever we've been <laughs> we've been conditioned to believe that spider-man is heterosexual right he had uh what's her name uh Mm. Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Right? What's her name on the show though? Uh, oh. There's MJ. MJ. And then there's 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 like two girlfriends, right? One is the. I'm getting all this stuff thrown in my ear. Gwen Stacy. Gwen. Gwen. Okay. You got Gwen and you got MJ, and okay. it seems like they've both been female, and I think they both identify as such. I think they both identify as female. Just during the movie, we don't know. Like, we don't when know the, what when happens. When the camera later. stops rolling, we have no idea That's what's true. going on. They there. could be non-binary for all I know. I don't know. See. I don't know. But. Now we're supposed to believe that he is uh, bisexual. Tom Holland, who currently plays Spider-Man, I can't, has lobbied for a gay Spider-Man in the past, and now it appears his wishes are that much closer to becoming a reality. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Good. <laughs> the entertainment blog. Uh, reported that sources have informed them Sony is developing a live-action Spider-Verse movie mm-hmm. that would unite Holland with his predecessors, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Oh, wow. The report said that the studio is particularly keen on getting Garfield back as they want to portray his version of the hero 
as bisexual and give him a boyfriend in the film. Man, if I was one of these guys, I'd be like, why me? Why not the other guy? Pick one of those guys. I don't want No, it's an honor. It's an oh, honor. It's an honor. Be, yeah. Oh, What's it's the matter shoot. with you. That's, That's right. an honor. It's a I'm privilege. Sorry. It's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is oh. like a reward for, for, you know, their terrific acting career. Should now be. you get to be gay. <laughs> Garfield had floated the idea, too. What? Garfield floated the idea of a gay Spider-Man back in 2013 during an interview with uh, Entertainment Weekly, so it seems the actor would be more than willing to play the part should Sony move forward with the project. The news comes just months after Marvel Studios president Kevin Feig confirmed that Marvel would be debuting an openly transgender superhero in short order. Good. Good, because we don't have one yet, and we need one. There has to be a transgender superhero. So hang on. So there's going to be a trans superhero, and Spider-Man's going to be bi. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk from a position that I'm not sure on here. But remember how there was this big kerfluffle with Sony and who owns Spider-Man? Remember that there's that thing, mm-hmm. and so so Sony still owns it for just this movie or what? That I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So here's my theory: if they just have him for one, or whatever, I think they're trying to. To mess with the franchise, right? And, yes. then, and then hand it over and say, all right, here's your Spider-Man back. Have fun. Maybe. Have fun with that storyline that we just uh, handed you. But if you bring it into the Spider-Verse, that way you have a whole bunch of different Spider-Men, right? And so one of them has to be uh, uh, gay or bisexual. And then you need a trans person. So that's, I mean, that's terrific. Jeez. What? That's just so- unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. It's so fun raising kids. In the year 2020. Oh. Well, you should just be telling them that all this is fine. Oh, I do. I do. Because okay, I don't have time good. to parent good. Yeah, yeah. and explain mm-hmm. stuff. I'm just like, I don't right. know. What's the new movie? Let's go watch it. Cool. In fact, it's a superior lifestyle. Okay? That's what you should be teaching them. Okay. Yeah. I'll just throw that out there. You should aspire to be LGBTQQIA2+. One of them. Or all of them. It doesn't matter. But you should at least be one of them. Yeah. And, and, and understand, kids. <clears throat> You don't have to be that every moment of your life. You could say, ah, you know what? From like 6 a.m. to noon, mm-hmm. I'm going to be gay. Noon to 6-ish, I'm going to be bi. And then you can be trans from time to time. You can yeah, identify as... you can mix as... it in maybe on the weekends or yeah, something. Whatever. Doesn't you, guys, you can be whatever you want to be, whoever you want to be, mm-hmm. whenever you want to be. That's right. Okay? That's right. All right. And... Uh, and it's being well represented in my hometown right now. Oh, goody. Mean yeah. Streets? Yeah, yeah. The Mean Streets of Helena. <laughs> this is amazing. Somebody sent this. Uh, Who sent this to us? I forgot. Somebody tagged us in that. <laughs> Thank uh, you for it. Yeah. I'll Thank you. Uh, the Helena Drag Show <laughs> triples in size this year. Wow. Okay, this is a city of 30,000 people. Okay. Okay. 30,000 people live in Helena, Montana, and they have a drag show? When did this start? I guarantee you when I lived in Helena, there were, not only did it not triple in size, there just wasn't one. This is Putin on a Ritz. He lives there, so. Okay, Okay. that's why, yeah. (laughs) After 600 people showed, (laughs) this is where my dad used to go all the time. (laughs) (laughs) When my dad drank. And there was a time uh-huh. when, yeah, he had a few. 
And uh, he stopped that, though, later in his life. Okay. But um, <laughs> he used to go to the Rialto bar <laughs> all the time. <laughs> okay. Well, then I you... fished him out of that place a few times <laughs> when I was a teenager. Oh. <laughs> I thought, okay, he's probably at the Rialto. I'll go down there and get it. <laughs> the Rialto bar in Helena... Uh, 600 people. Uh, that's a tiny little bar. 600 people jammed into that? Oh, no. For last year's <clears throat> former felons bar. So then uh, this year, organizers knew the drag show needed to be much bigger to include more of the community. <laughs> that's why Saturday's event will be oh. spread out among three different downtown bars. <laughs> oh, wait. This might have already <laughs> this happened. This is great. Each with its own home. Uh, the heroes will be at Miller's Crossing. The villains will be at the Rialto. And the princesses will be at the Western. I think the Western is actually a hotel bar, right? Okay. Uh, we're going to have one party in three places, according to Kev Ham, event organizer and director of, the, of Big Sky Pride. Ham wanted the event to be held at the Helena Civic Center. Wow! Yeah, that's where that's I had my. Uh, that's where my um, uh, senior party was. Okay. Our senior all night party. Did you do a senior all night party? After, Ours was at the Helena Civic Center. After graduating? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. The, the night of graduation, you go into a, a big senior now, all night party. You didn't you know, have that. Me, my mom, my grandma, and my uncle went to Dairy Queen. Oh, and you I know how to live, man. You know how to live. Called it a night. No, we didn't have like a yeah. post graduation party. Really? Yeah, like a like a formal thing. Yeah. Wow, you and Helena, man. Helena's a party. I, capital obviously, of the world. I mean, you've got party you've got capital. your post graduation uh, uh, uh-huh. parties and your uh-huh. um, your uh, what's and it called? And now your 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 party in three places drag <laughs> show across town. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what a, what a happening place. So they couldn't they didn't have it at the Civic Center uh, because they couldn't round up enough licensed bartenders. <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't have enough licensed bartenders in Helena, but they do have enough drag queens to do an event three times the size they've ever done it before. So good. <laughs> good. Okay, good. Some of the 20 drag queens and kings performing Saturday will shuffle among the three bars for each performance. Hosts Hex Shadow, Christina Drake, and Diana Bourgeois. Oh, Diana <laughs> you got Diana Bourgeois and Helena? That's amazing. They'll all stay at their respective venues uh, emceeing the shows. So hang on a second. Okay. What The, the independent record, the newspaper, mm-hmm. how, yes. often, how often do they print? Every day. Really? Yeah. Well, then then Tom Bridge, the writer, mm-hmm. he needs to uh, update this because... Um, it used to be every day anyway. Well, because on Saturday is. is when this event supposedly happened, and I'm not oh, seeing did it already on the independent record, I'm not seeing an update. Oh, man. I just see this story that you're reading, and it's a little frustrating because I want to I want to. So know Saturday people... would have been the 15th. Is that yeah. when it happened? It happened yeah, already. Yeah. It, it, oh, I'm sorry. So, oh, you wanted to get if up you there you live this in that area, I apologize. Yeah, we're late You've on this. missed this phenomenal event. So we're late on this. I'm so sorry. Uh, I, at least Putin on a Ritz knew about it and um, so hopefully can we get a report from putin on our ritz did you go there i mean how was it uh, call us triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh because i'd love to hear about yeah. the event i mean this is uh while it isn't common for those under 21 to be allowed at events in downtown bars <laughs> those 18 and over are welcome at these drag queen events isn't that great uh, you want to open that up to as many 
they should they should open this up to more than just 18 year olds i mean 12 six three if you can walk you can come to the event i like it i like it oh look what's your uh (laughs) what is your montana is unbelievable what's your montana grizzlies uh mascot name because uh Grizz? Is it just Grizz? I I don't know. The I Grizz, think so. Whatever. Because here he is. Uh, is he, he at is the event? At, at an event. I can't make my screen. In Helena? Brighter. Yeah. And so there he is. He's holding up his uh, gay colored paw uh, thing. Growly thing. No way. Yeah. See that? It's got a little rainbow rainbow paw he's holding up there. Yay. Huh. Oh, that's great. And the, was this at the Drag Queen event I on this Saturday? Might been, this might have been at last year's. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, 2019. Uh, deal. So well, I'm glad that Grizz came down from Missoula, 114 miles away, uh, to be there at the uh, at the Dragon. I event. mean, there's only there's, awesome. there's certain big things that you that's want great. to, uh, to yeah. go and attend, and yeah, right. that, that's one of them. Oh, obviously. I mean, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, it's just unbelievable, and yet. Oh, Montana is such a <laughs> conservative state. No. Oh, man. No. Montana? Are you kidding me? They elected a Democrat? Yeah. Yeah, Montana elects Democrats. Yeah. Yeah, Max Montana. Baucus, right? I mean, Max Baucus for 100 over and over years. And over again. Yeah. That guy was in office. Idaho is being uh, Californianized the way Colorado was. Jeez. <sighs> so um, if you're looking for that conservative enclave uh, that remains is where? Mm-hmm. Where would you say? Don't say Texas, because we got we got some stuff happening here, especially when all of the uh, Charles Schwab folks move in over here, uh, this huge campus. It's relocating from San Francisco. Oh, my gosh. It's going to change us overnight. Well, you know, the infection from California is spread all through the West. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say Utah, but uh, that's been infected as well. I mean, well. They, they've ruined their state, mm-hmm. and so obviously you want to get out. And, and then they go and they ruin and other ruin places. The next Instead one. of learning their lesson and just yeah, they don't becoming like where they they're don't. going. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. They bring their political baggage and insane ideas with them. That's crazy. And it's spreading like a <clears throat> COVID nineteen because I don't dare call it coronavirus because no, that, no, that would obviously hatefully. be racist and xenophobic if I did that. Exactly. I don't know why, but but it is. I was drinking time. Hmm. Going to the Rio. What's it called? Uh, the Rialto. Rialto. Yeah. Cool. What time they open? Enjoy my dad there. Yeah. What time's the... <laughs> I think they're open like yeah. all day. I like yeah, it. Yeah, all day and all night. Very good. I know they don't close until like two or three in the morning, so... Oh! Uh, it should be quite oh, a party. Oh, that would be fun if we did quite a, a show in Helena, because mm-hmm. then I could go and show prep there and then head into work. 888 <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. Uh, amazing. Small town America. Uh, that's great. No, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they... Yeah? They've tripled the size of the drag queen party. That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, uh, Putin on a red says that he loves that the mean streets of Helena is being represented like this. He's so proud. <laughs> he should be. Should be very, very proud. But wait, then there's I a, know I am. But then there's a vomit emoji after that. I don't understand what <laughs> message. It's very conflicting here. He got so excited he threw up. That's probably what it means. Uh, HGTV's house hunters, too, have broken new ground. They've done their thir- their first uh, thruple. Oh. Exploration. So a thruple, a couple with three people yeah, in it. That, two that, women and a man. That congresswoman taught us that word a few months right? ago, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Now, HGTV has featured their first one, looking for a home together. <laughs> uh, that's great. Good stuff. Mm. Uh, so in the words of HGTV's first thruple, I don't want our bedroom to be weird. <laughs> Too Unless late. we make it weird. Too That's what they said on the show. Late. That's, That's great. That's wonderful. <clears throat> it's a polyamorous relationship uh, right there on HGTV. 
that's fun. <laughs> Appropriate. So, Am I right? Yeah, that, oh, totally. I mean, you want this normalized. You want it to be fine. And just think. You, there, there's nothing safe for your kids anymore. Don't you can't. No. It, it, it would, it would be like a joke. Like um, just weeks ago, if you said, um, "My gosh, you know, my my kids are exposed to so much crazy stuff. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. have to turn on HGTV and let them sit in front of that and leave the room. That's the only <laughs> channel I can trust them with. Apparently not. No. In the episode titled Three's Not a Crowd in Colorado Springs," Brian, Lori, and Angelica, known as Jelly. Uh, searched for an abode following a commitment ceremony Notice in Aruba. Jelly? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian and Lori married in 2002. They have two kids, and they're raising them with Jelly's input, of course. I mean, obviously. I understand from day one, even when we were dating, that Lori was bisexual and interested in women and men, and so uh, we evolved to the point where we're comfortable having another woman in our lives. Oh, that's good. So they're, they're, they're <laughs> progressing. <laughs> It's great. They're making progress. Is that not wonderful? Congratulations on being so open-minded. Yeah, that's the word I'm going with. Wonderful. I understand from day one, even when we were dating. Oh, yeah, I already said that. Uh, Jelly met Brian and Lori at a bar, claimed the relationship evolved very naturally. Well, of course it evolved yeah, naturally. Yeah, of course. There's nothing more natural than a throuple. Yeah, with someone named Jelly. All right, let me t- let me take 60 seconds here. Uh, <laughs> tell you about Genesis 950. <laughs> if you're thinking of replacing carpets because you got pet stains... Or odors or whatever, you gotta try Genesis 950. Uh, I just had a bunch of new stains because we had a whole bunch of kid people over for, and many of them were grandkids. And I mean, stains like crazy. And I again used the Genesis 950, came right out. Before you consider replacing your carpets, try Genesis 950. It's an amazing pet stain remover. With water, Genesis 950 breaks down the bonds of stains or odors. They're gone for good. Antibacterial component removes pet stains and odors from carpeting and padding. Uh, one gallon of industrial strength, Genesis 950 can make up to seven gallons of cleaner. Genesis 950, it's available on Amazon.com, but if you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, you'll receive a free spray bottle oh. and discount using the offer code Blaze. Okay, that's Genesis 950. Genesis950.com By the way, uh, Poon on a Ritz says it was fabulous.